The College of Natural Health and Homeopathy has campuses in Auckland and Tauranga and offers a diploma in homeopathy. It appears the courses the college offers receive substantial government funding too. In North and South magazine, Jonathan Harper has a story, it's a great story, that challenges the whole idea of homeopathy, which actually originated in Germany more than 200 years ago. 51% of Kiwis in a 2012 survey said they believed homeopathy had been scientifically proven. We're getting texts to that effect even as we speak. Jonathan Harper was the author of that story in North and South. He says that is absolutely not the case. He joins us on the line now. A very good afternoon, Jonathan. Hello, Jonathan. Oh, hi. hi. I've got both Phil and Simon there, have I? Yeah, you yep, have. You have indeed. Thank Dad? you very much for chatting with us. No problem. So the story uh, we've both read with interest, Phil and I, and um, and you're pretty categoric. And in your view, Jonathan, homeopathy is a hoax, really. Pretty much, I suppose you could, uh, you, as they used to say in uh, Yes Minister, you could say that, but I couldn't possibly comment. But, um, <laughs> no, I better not be too facetious. <laughs> right. Um, I think it'd be fairer to say that you can never disprove something. It's like trying to prove that God doesn't exist. I'm an atheist because I don't have a belief in God, not because I think I can prove he doesn't exist. Right. But Although I think I can probably prove that too. But with homeopathy, you can't really prove that it'll never work. And maybe there's somebody. <laughs> it's very unlikely to work. And the point is, the, the real test is to just test it out in your double-blind, proper scientific experiment. See if it does anything. And if it never seems to do anything... Um, if the results look like a random number table, then uh, that's probably nothing to do with homeopathy. Now, Jonathan, there are, there have been, you're talking about tests of this sort of thing. Places like the UK, for example, in 2017, the National Health Service, I didn't realise this, they'd actually stopped, they stopped funding homeopathy yes. treatment, didn't they? Yes. Um, I think perhaps uh, my story might give slightly misleading impression because here in New Zealand, the funding is... I discovered, is for the teaching of homeopathy, whereas in a lot of European countries it has been insurance payouts. So you get sick and you go to your homeopath, then the homeopath gets paid by the insurance company or, in some cases, the government is the insurer. And so in that case it's direct payment from the government. Jonathan, it is tricky. This, it, I mean, it's a really tricky area because we, you know, we've got people here absolutely swearing by it, texting to us, yeah, and I wonder. And you know, you mentioned you're an atheist. See, that's and it's interesting for me because I'm an absolute believer in God and, and a Christian. But as you say, you can't prove God, you can't disprove God. No, so, no. But but I do look at some of this stuff um, with skepticism, like you. I'm not an idiot, so I've got a pretty open mind on you know issues around homeopathy. Chiropractors, would you say they're in a similar ilk? As homeopathists? I would say they're, they're every bit as bad, yes, indeed. In fact, a lot worse because there have been a number of um, coroner's reports that have said that uh, through a neck manipulation and um, a damage to the, uh, the artery that goes through the, um, goes right past your spinal column there, yeah. um, vertebral, vertebral artery, um, that's caused stroke and death and it was caused by the manipulation of the chiropractor. Now, homeopaths, let's let them off the hook right away on that one. They don't do anything like that. No, right. fair enough. Look, you, you mentioned about the fact that trying to, to prove that something is not true is, is always quite difficult. But in places like Australia, for example, you mentioned in the story <clears throat> that in 2015, the Australian National Health and Medical Research Council, they reviewed 225 studies of That's homeopathy right. and said oh. there was no reliable evidence, evidence that it was effective. 
That's right. And that's what I say. That they didn't try to prove it doesn't work. They just try to find out if it does work. Mm. A slight difference there. And that's, that's the way that our um, new, you know, new drugs are tested, find out whether the new drug has an effect. And usually, they rather than um, test it against placebo, they test it against another drug that's known to work to see if it's any better, because that's much more efficient. I didn't realise that. With homeopathy, because it, the effect, there seems to be no effect, then it's normally um, tested against a placebo. Right. If if the placebo effect does, in fact, work, then is there any harm? Yes, yeah, there's quite a number of harms. One, um, when, for it to work, people say um, that you've got to believe in it. So if you believe that, that in the homeopathy, you're going, maybe you've got some, what I think could be false hope there, that means that, Therefore, you're going to have less hope in the real medical treatment, and that could lead to a delay. There are two or three studies I've seen that show that people who go to alternative practitioners who have cancer, they'll die quicker, and yeah. that's probably why. So, um, secondly, you're, it's, um, it's uh, an ethical problem because um, doctors uh, have to be, and even the, the homeopaths themselves say that they that everyone must be fully informed. I've got a letter from the New Zealand Council of Homeopaths, and I'll quote directly from it. Everyone has the freedom of choice to be fully informed and understanding of the consequences of the health care they wish to pursue. So that if you know something doesn't work and you don't say that, then you're not following what they say there, are you? And I don't think that you're following what it says in the Medical um, Practitioners Code of Ethics either. Would, so, there be, would there be many GPs that would practice or, or uh, endorse homeopathy? Very few. We found a couple. I do know of a couple. Um, Wendy Isbell in uh, Christchurch and another guy in Auckland. But generally, of course, there's very, very few indeed. Um, in fact, the, uh, a group of doctors put a, an article I think mentioned in my story where they, they said that... Um, that if it, uh, homeopathy worked, it would be uh, it would prove something new about physics and chemistry, and um, might win the Nobel Prize. And also, um, you know, there's the the one billion dollar prize sort of up for grabs for anyone who can prove something amazing like that. And uh, they, they had one go once, and um, it was quite an interesting thing because James Randi, the magician, was brought in, and uh, he um, he got the the key, you know, to the, the it was a double blind. So that, well, no, to begin with, it wasn't a double blind. The person looking in the microscope at the t- supposed changes knew which ones, which cells that had the homeopathy and which hadn't. Right. It seemed to show that it worked. And so James Randi said, "Well, no, we've got to bring in a double blind. The person looking through the microscope shouldn't know which cells have been treated with homeopathy and which haven't." And so he made up a, a sort of a code to say which was which. And then he put it in a sealed envelope. And he, he he stuck it up and he put it in uh, some tin foil so it can be tempered with, and stuck it to the roof of the of the um, laboratory overnight. And then the following morning, he found it had been tampered with, but the people who tampered with it couldn't get into the <laughs> into it, and the experiment failed. It was a famous experiment and mm. published in Nature. Then later, after after the um, it had been done as a proper double blind, the whole thing was retracted. 
Very interesting. Jonathan, do you mind spending just another couple of moments? We've got two more quick questions for you and we'll let you go, but it's yeah, fascinating. Yeah, sorry. Take. We'd better get on to that. No, no problem at all. This is Jonathan Harper, who's uh, the author of a very interesting story in North and South magazine on homeopathy. More in a moment. North and South have a very interesting story uh, written by Jonathan Harper about homeopathy. And Jonathan asks in that story why a four-year course in homeopathy, an alternative therapy that's been proven in his view not to work, is approved and accredited by the NZQA, the New Zealand Qualifications Authority. It's a very interesting read, and it's and it's a pretty fair question. Jonathan is our guest on the show for the meantime. Thanks again, Jonathan, for your time. Thanks, Jonathan. There will be a lot of people asking, what exactly, in your view, constitutes homeopathy? Oh, yes, well, I guess the homeopaths themselves can tell you that. They they, they have a rule that like cures like. So um, if, uh, say, uh, some poison causes a lot of sweating, then if you get a disease that makes you sweat, then maybe that poison will cure the disease. And then the second rule is, though, that you get the poison and you dilute it down till there's heaps, till possibly there may not be even a single molecule of that poison left. And they say the more diluted it is, the stronger it is. So next time I go to the pub, I must ask them to... I must go for the 0.0001% alcohol, mustn't I? And then I'll get terribly drunk. Water down the beer. Look, my last question for you, please, Jonathan, is in, the, in, the, in, in your story, North and South, you quote the scientist Richard Dawkins, who says that he understands that people who believe in homeopathy believe that water has memory. Can you yes. explain that for us, please? That's the way that they say that it, that it must work. But, of course, if that were true, then Cleopatra's bathwater is probably coming out my tap, isn't it? Super diluted. And so, oh, my, lovely, isn't it? Every time I bath, I can think of Cleopatra, can't I? <laughs> but, I mean, do, do, do you believe, do you understand that homeopathy people, people who believe in it, actually believe that if you put something in water and then take it out the water retains a memory of what yes, was in it that's, that's they what do they claim yeah and that's where it would be a breach of um, the laws of chemistry i think i'm not a chemist so i, I don't want to get right into that but oh. I, that's what chemists have said about it you know that really that's not really what we what we find you know in general chemistry so jonathan in america homeopathy is thriving and in some cases like india yeah, it's still going well that's an interesting case. I'm glad you brought it up because what's different in America is in around about in the 70s, there was a senator called Thomas Harkin who believed that his allergies had been cured by bee pollen. Right. And he then set up a, a, a group to, I've forgotten what he called them, a government group to investigate um, complementary and alternative medicines, or CAM, or CAM. And then they came up and said, look, we can't find it works. He said, well, well, we gave him 10 times as much money. <laughs> Come on, you guys, you're not doing your job properly. <laughs> so that, that's how it got to be really big. It's a billion-dollar industry. You know, people talk about, you know, I hear some homeopaths you know, going on about big pharma. Well, what about big homeo? Boy, <laughs> billions of dollars. So, and they, they um, lobby senators and so on. Right, yeah. But it's just one little while we're, while we're chatting. One very important point I want to make about science here and I'll make it an interesting story. Once I did an experiment on telepathy, that's where you send messages from one mind directly to the other. Sounds yep. cool, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. So I was in a room one day doing my experiment, and my sister uh, was in the other room, and I got this picture, and I went and told her about the picture that had come and floated into my mind. She said, that's exactly what I'd sent. And I got all excited. I thought, wow, today telepathy's working. Yeah. But then the next day, it doesn't work. <laughs> That's the now, problem. Sometimes you just point? happen. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Sometimes you're thinking about the same now. thing. Yep. Mm. Uh, okay. Yeah, so that's a very, very important point. And it's even as part of mainstream medicine. There's a guy who wrote a book called Bad Science called Ben Goldacre. And he started a movement called Oil Trials because even some drug companies were doing trials where 
uh, one trial didn't show that the drug worked very well, but the next month they did another trial and the drug came out looking a lot better. But they didn't report the first trial. So now he's had, EU has now changed some laws, I believe. Now you've got to register a trial before you started and you have to tell people what the results were so that when you do a meta-analysis, like the one that was done on homeopathy, you include all the studies, including the ones where it didn't seem to show anything, because then you're pooling the data. Because that's really crucial about reality, what I'm telling you here. Yep, no, it's very Absolutely. good. Jonathan, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, really Jonathan. appreciate it. You have a great day. Thanks, mate. All Take right. care.